Let us pray. May we open our ears, O faithful people. Open our ears and hear God's word. Open our hearts, O royal priesthood. God has come to us. God has spoken to the people. God has spoken words of wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. Have you found your mountaintop? Maybe the place or space that allows you to interact with the divine in a way that it is hard to do other places or spaces. If you feel comfortable, I invite you to close your eyes or just imagine and envision that space. Maybe it is a mountain at your favorite ski resort or hiking trail. Or maybe it's the beach watching the waters of God's baptismal font brush against the sand. Or maybe there's a room or church building that has created a thin space between you and God. Have you found your mountaintop? Have you had a mountaintop moment? Now this phrase is one that is used frequently. We tend to look at the mountaintop moments as those that are the unbelievable or something that is monumental. As someone who grew up in Cleveland, as such experience as one where the Cleveland Browns win a game, or when an Ohio team makes it to the Super Bowl, or sometimes the mountaintop moments, those mountaintop experiences, are when you finally get to meet your favorite celebrity. Or it's that moment when you reach the top of the graduation stage and receive your diploma, retire from a career, or celebrate an anniversary or birthday. Have you had a mountaintop moment? It was the fall of 2018, and I was in need of a mountaintop moment. I was in the beginning of my second year of seminary, still uncertain if God was calling me to be a priest, still unsure that the Episcopal Church really wanted me as a priest, and in a time in my life that I was questioning whether the church really wanted me. I was in need of a mountaintop moment. It was a time in my life that I was experiencing some of the deepest pain as I mourned the loss of my father. I wanted that moment. I wanted that experience that Moses had. I wanted that experience that Jesus had as he would step away from the world and pray, step away and cry out to God and clearly hear a response. I wanted that moment that we hear about today that Peter, John, and James got to experience. A moment where the skies would open, the voice would be heard clearly, and the divine would be in my midst, sweeping me up into a cloud, shining a dazzling light that would brighten my spirit and dry my tears. I wanted a mountaintop moment, so I went searching. I got on a plane and made my way out to Washington State. I climbed a mountain in the Metow Valley, sat at the peak for hours, looking out to all of God's creation and cried out for God to be present. But I left the mountain without seeing anything. 
When I returned back to Washington, D.C., I went to what I like to call my local thinking spot, my local mountain, a ledge in between the pillars that surrounded Abraham Lincoln. I remember crying out to God again, God, I need answers. Make your presence known. And while I met a lot of lovely people that night, there was no clear sign of Moses and Elijah and Jesus standing before me with a glowing light. In 2020, as we journeyed through the pandemic, as we journeyed through what felt like a peak of our health crisis of racism, discrimination, and hatred, I stood on a hill that overlooked Lake Erie and the Cleveland skyline and cried out, God, where are you? Give me a sign. Let the clouds open and share with me a voice that will give wisdom. Share with me a voice that will give hope. But I rode my bike back home that day, not hearing anything beyond the sounds of the waves. This month, I found myself crumbling, once again searching for a mountaintop experience, in need of a moment where God is made known and lets me know that it will all be okay. A moment where God guides me on how to order my steps. I needed the mountaintop experience. I needed the clouds to open as I was feeling the weights of the polarization that still continues to grow in our society. The divisions, the anger, the frustrations that travel through our communities, that travel through our devices. I don't know about you, but I needed the mountaintop experience this month. I needed the mountaintop experience this week. I could feel the impact of the stresses of day-to-day -day work. I could feel, even from the safety of my own home, the sadness, the anxiety, the fear, the violence that comes from a brewing war and unjust treatment of innocent lives. St. Paul's, I have been in need of a mountaintop moment. As I continue to hear the cries for justice, the cries to be seen, to be heard by women, by the LGBT plus community, by our Jewish neighbors, by those who have been constantly pushed to the side, I have been in need of a mountaintop moment as we make our way through another Black History Month where its significance is still debated around the church and around the nation. Have you found your mountaintop? Have you had a mountaintop moment? This Thursday, as I was continuing to wrestle with what to say about the transfiguration, the experience that Peter, James, and John got to have on that mountaintop, I decided to wake up early in the morning and to make a trip to the gym. As I traveled the fairly empty streets of Westfield, ascending my way up the hills around the Wachung Reservation, I pulled into a parking lot where there was only one other car parked and a man leaning against the hood of it. As I got out of my car, he began to yell, Ah! I immediately began to think that this was not the place to park and I should get back into my car. But at 4 a.m. in the morning, I followed my somewhat sleepy response and asked, so sir, are you okay? 
Yes, I'm fine, he said. I'm surprised to see anyone else out here getting ready to work out, she responded. I sometimes just get up early and look out at the world to clear my head. I understand that, I responded. I'm honestly trying to do the same. He smiled. Brian, he said as he extended his hand. Chris, I responded back. Brian began to share with me what all he was struggling with and juggling that week, what he was struggling and struggling with that very morning that brought him to the mountaintop to pray. We had a lot of shared experiences while some were very different. Do you think this world will change, he asked. I believe it can, I responded back. There was a pause. I kind of just wish I could stay up here all day, he said to pray, to meditate, to yell, to just feel more connected down there to God than I do when I'm actually down there. I nodded my head as we glanced out to the houses in the distance. We continued in conversation, and Brian even invited me to join him in his yelling. I'm not sure, I said. Go ahead, try it. You're running out of time. People will be waking up soon. And at 4.30 in the morning, two voices soaring throughout the clouds on a mountaintop yelled from the top of our lungs. The sound filled the sky, warmed the soul, and gave strength for the body. I had found my mountaintop moment. I didn't want to leave. Well, I guess we should actually exercise, Brian said. And as he began to walk away, he simply said, hang in there, Chris, and keep believing. Brian faded away in the streetlights as he began to descend the mountain. Today in Luke's gospel, we are given imagery that is hard to believe. Jesus takes Peter, John, and James up the mountain with him to pray, to get away from the chaos of the world. And as they're fighting to stay awake, they see Jesus standing with Elijah and Moses. They think they must be dreaming. And as they're rubbing their eyes and are witnessing all that is happening, the peace, the hope that is being born right in front of them, they immediately want to stay. They feel liberated. They feel transformed. And then the skies open and name before them that this is God's son. This is the one they've been waiting for. Everything was made clear. They didn't want to leave that moment. And in the midst of this feeling, this joy, this hopefulness, it all begins to disappear. And Jesus tells them it's time to descend the mountain. God made God's self known to them, and all of a sudden they grew quiet as they descend the mountain in that heavenly experience, that divine encounter that became something that was now in the distance, something that was so far off. Now, St. Paul's. The lectionary gives the option to continue onward in the story. And while we didn't hear it this morning, I think we need to hear what happens next. 
Because when they descend this mountain, they immediately are brought right back into their reality. The crowds are gathered. They are crying out for Jesus to heal them. They are crying out for justice to pour down and free them from the evil, the pain, the demons, the suffering that surround them, that is within them. And the remaining disciples then become reunited with James, Peter, and John. And they all look to Jesus and say, what should we do? And Jesus, St. Paul's Jesus says, we bring them God. We bring them hope. We bring them love, justice. We heal them. We cast that pain away. We bring them the good news that is experienced on the mountaintop. Jesus looks to the disciples and says, what you have experienced on the mountaintop is also possible right here. Jesus says, I am here. God is here with you. Disciples, go out and share that news and make these streets the mountaintop. Make this place, make this life your mountaintop moment. Go heal them, show them that God is here. My friends, we receive this message in a time in our world where people are yearning to be reminded. They are yearning to see and experience that God, that love is here. Let us hear today's gospel and see that the mountaintop is right here in Westfield. The mountaintop is right here in New Jersey. And may we go and take that message and show them that we too believe it. St. Paul's disciples are needed to take the message to receive, that we receive on the mountaintop and share it with the world, proclaiming a message that teaches to love your neighbor, respect one another right here, right now, and together we can change the world. Disciples are needed to say that the kingdom of God is here at our doorsteps. The cloud is open. St. Paul's let your voice cry out the good news that justice is alive, that hope is here, that peace and love does win. Jesus ascends and descends the mountain as he prepares to make his way towards Jerusalem. Jesus ascends and descends the mountain to proclaim in his word and action that the gospel is being fulfilled. That work wasn't easy. We know that he steps into a world to proclaim such a message that will ultimately lead him to face suffering, pain, rejection, and death. As we prepare to enter into the season of Lent, May we begin reflecting on our experiences had on the mountaintop. May we open our eyes, wake up, and see that God is indeed here. May we begin to descend the mountain and make our way to the cross, proclaiming such good news that even in 2022, God will overcome the pain that this world brings about. May we make our way down Broad Street, through the halls of St. Paul's Day School, to this very table, to the tables in our houses and wherever you might find yourself, reflecting the beauty of what God's liberating, life-giving, and transformative love can do. Open your ears, O faithful people. Open your ears 
and hear God's word. Open your hearts, O royal priesthood. God has come. God has spoken to the people. God has spoken words of wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen.